0: Hello and welcome to the Doxology Podcast. I am Jens Nelson. I am Lucas Stark and this is a podcast dedicated to journeying together on the road that is the Christian faith. Join us as we discuss and investigate theology and the Christian life as we strive for unity amongst our diversity as members of Christ's church. Today we are continuing our Theology 101 mini segment that we're doing periodically on Fridays in in, in place of Christians history, in place of creeds and confessions, so welcome back, classes and session. We hope you brought your pencil and paper or your laptop or whatever you use to take notes uh, because we are about to begin. Now, today we are specifically talking about creation. And I think we could go down some pretty mighty and significant rabbit holes simply on the days of creation you know are the days literal are they figurative are they 24 hours are they you know millions of years Uh, this is not the place for discussion about that this is a theology 101 course as it were Uh, so we're going to cover very high level uh, bits about creation so lucas why don't you take it away what do we want to get off our chests right off the bat if we're talking about creation what is the most important thing to know
1: The most important thing to know is that um, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And it sounds kind of cheeky, maybe, but I do think that creation is an incredibly important and distinctive Christian doctrine. And I think that it, you know, we get wrapped up in things like you know, evolution or the, the age of the earth. I say we, you know, obviously like this is a very recent, historically modern thing to do to have these conversations. But I know certainly in my experience growing up, you know, in the church and talking about and being interested in theology, like this was like the thing, right? Like how do you, as a Christian, how, how, how can you survive biology class in high school. You know, it's this big, huge battleground of faith versus, you know, godlessness or whatever. And I mean, I'm being facetious, but these kinds of questions, for me at least, for a long time, distracted me from, I think, really appreciating how important and central and crucial having a Christian doctrine of creation is. And it... I mean, the reason we're talking about it now, having talked, you know, if if you've tracked with Theology 101, we've talked about the Trinity, we've talked about God's revelation, we've talked about specifically his revelation in the written word of God, the, the Bible, and where does the Bible start? It starts with God's creation. It starts with in the beginning. And that... That's not to say that that is the single most important thing the Bible has to say, but it is where the Bible starts, right? It is where everything starts, literally, and the record of it, so to speak, the retelling of it in um, Genesis 1 and 2 serves as the launching point. We don't start, you know, outside of the garden, or we don't start in the garden. We start in the beginning, (laughs) Um, and there's a lot more to be said about what we are told about in the beginning, but if I had like, you know, a 30 second elevator pitch, you know, explain to me what's important about a Christian view of creation, it's God created the heavens and the earth, right? It's, it's God is the creator of everything, of all that is, you know, everything visible and invisible, seen and unseen, depending on which version of the creed you're saying. And um, I really do believe I'm convinced that that is extremely fundamental to who we are as Christians. Um, and it, it's sort of subtle, you know, like the Bible doesn't constantly reiterate the fact that God created. I mean, it, it kind of does, but it's a little more, I think, implicit, you know, um, the, the authority and the sovereignty that he has, the riches he has as creators, the power uh, as creator, the power that he has over his creation. Um, that's definitely reiterated and highlighted in different ways throughout scripture in the way that scripture talks about God or the way that people talk to God in scripture, that kind of thing. But um, that's, I think, sort of the the bullet point that that I wanted to like really hammer <laughs> um, because on a 101 sense, like what's the one thing I want to say, it's that it's not the other questions related to human origins, the origins of the world, the age of the earth, you know, these are all interesting, and at times fun. And they're not unimportant questions, but they're not the question when we're looking at creation.
0: Yeah, and I totally agree. Um, I, I think if one were to you know, speak of creation, speak of, uh, you know, God being there in the beginning. Uh, we obviously see in John that, that Jesus, the incarnate word, was there with him at the very beginning as well. Um, and, and as you said, sometimes where scripture is more implicit, uh, other times it's more explicit. And I think, you know, one of, one of the doctrines that we have that I think is pretty central when we're, when we're talking about creation is the idea that creation is ex nihilo. Um, And that's a fancy word that basically means out of nothing. So when we talk of God as being creator, um, it's not as though there were some some substance, some primordial ooze, some sort of remnants of some former life or some former beings. Um, When we talk about God creating, he did not take those things and fashion what we have. Uh, God spoke each and everything into existence from nothing. Which, as finite humans, can maybe be difficult to wrap our heads around. Uh, but the reality stands that the the creator of the cosmos uh, created everything literally from nothing. There there was no pre-existing matter. There was nothing. I don't know. I'm having a hard time even you know thinking of this in my own head because you know I think of the sure. dinner I made tonight, and I you know uh, I, I took bread and I took meat and I took cheese and I took all these things and I made a sandwich. It's not as though like there was nothing and then suddenly a sandwich was on my plate. Um, but that's the <laughs> way in which this world was created, um, which is, you know, pretty crucial, I think, Christian doctrine. It, it, it shows the um, the eternality of God, the, the pre-existence of God, the, the majesty, the wonder, the, the creative power, and um, just, I think, absolute sovereignty over all things. So um, I know yeah. you had mentioned that you had something to say on this doctrine is there something you want to add here
1: well yeah and i think i think everything you just said is is what i wanted to what i wanted to say and the reason it's so crucial to keep that in mind is because a lot of the other things that we say or believe about god and that are correct things on the basis of of scripture to believe about god don't really work if there if there is some other force that is either like coexisting with him, you know, like like matter is is eternal along with God, and then he makes the matter well, he makes the matter into the earth or whatever. Well, it's like the, that that makes matter, you know, divine as well, um, or something else, you know, sort of caused the spark. Then that if there's something beyond and outside of God, then God is not the eternal, you know self-existent simple being that we see in in scripture who is the source of all being and all being is is really just participation in his being and we can't maintain the omnipotence of god in the way that we want to i i would contend as as faithful you know biblically minded christians if god is dependent on something else or that there is something else that kind of puts the pieces together or puts the pieces in front of him and he, um, you know, does the rest kind of, you, you know, like he, somebody puts the ingredients on the plate and he stacks them up into a cohesive, delicious sandwich. Like, then there's, we shouldn't be worshipping God, we should be worshipping whoever got those ingredients, right? Like, there's, there's uh, sort of this infinite regress that we can go to. Which is why there needs to be this this end point when we're like tracing things back through their causes or through their design, you know, the movements of everything. Like, we can keep tracing them back, like, oh, this was caused by this, was caused by that, and that, and that. And we can keep going back, but eventually there needs to be an end. Um, And ultimately, the only, you know, rational thing is following that path if we get to an end that end is god right that it it doesn't make sense for us to locate that end at anything else um and that's kind of where creation ex nihilo sort of terminates like it it, it's not just a box to check because it's like correct based on what the bible says like like that's true. It is what the Bible says, and we ought to believe what God has told us through His Word. Um, but there's also a reason why we're told that because it's true, <laughs> and we can see its truth when we start to think about the implications of of what what we say about about it, right? And um, I, I don't think that it. I mean, I'm I don't know. I don't want to make any any statement I'll regret, but it, it seems hard for me to imagine like the importance of it, of this doctrine of, of God being the creator out of nothing um, to be overstated, particularly in our own sort of philosophical, like, cultural, you know, context. Um, I think it's such a powerful, like, anchor in a lot of ways in terms of, in terms of conversations about metaphysics, conversations about um, understanding the world around us and sort of I don't know. I think that there's a lot more to it than I, it took, than, than for a long time I ever noticed beyond just like, oh yeah, well, it says in the beginning God created, so, you know, He was the beginning, so got it. You know, that's what I believe, which is like fine, there's nothing wrong with that, but like there's more to it that I was kind of missing. I was just sort of on a surface level, like w- perfectly happy to accept what I saw to be, you know, God's revelation and, and just leave it there, but, when you start yeah. digging a little deeper, like there's there's more to just like it's not arbitrary is what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah. And and, and honestly, you know, you, you could walk this very fine line between going too deep into this that we lose the whole point of creation. Like, you know, you're going so deep into the weeds on the days and how it happened and when it happened and where it happened. Uh, that you lose sight of these things that we've been discussing today. The fact that God is creator, the fact that he created out of nothing. And I think perhaps outside of this Theology 101 segment, perhaps we need to have a conversation about the days of creation. Uh, I'm thinking specifically of a book I read recently by Gavin Ortland, um, on the topic of retrieval, something that if you've been around for a while, you know that Lucas and I are really big on. Uh, but this book is is basically Gavin retrieving Augustine, so St Augustine of Hippo's Doctrine of Creation. Uh, it's, it's this really interesting almost thought experiment where, where Gavin pictures um, you know, um, Augustine and a modern person and some other people from out th- from throughout church history and they have this conversation about creation. And you see their varying beliefs, their varying perspectives. Uh, yet, at, at the end of the day, they all hold the same things in, in, in union. The fact that God is creator, um, that he is good, that he created things good, um, that he created everything out of nothing, and that we are here and continue to exist by his decree. Um, so those other things are important, um, but they are not the most important thing. So... Um, there, there, there are two last things I want to say in, in my own conclusion, um, one of which, <laughs> despite everything that I've said, I at least want to throw this in here uh, for, for y'all to ponder, okay? So when we think of the days of creation, uh, whether it's six literal days, so six 24-hour periods of time, or some, you know, thousand-year day age theory where day means, you know, 10,000 years or something. Uh, one thing that I want to point out that I've often sort of been curious about, uh, is actually in Mark 10. So the, the scribes and the Pharisees and some other people like converge on Jesus and they try to catch him, uh, like in a little, you know, catch 22. Um, he, the, the Pharisees say, you know, is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? Um, And he said, well, what did Moses say? And they're like, well, Moses permitted us to write divorce papers and send her away. And so like Jesus tells them like, well, he wrote this command because of your hardness of hearts. And then in verse six of chapter 10, he says, but from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. Um, And I distinctly remember reading that one day and like being sort of struck that Jesus says from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. Now, perhaps if the earth were thousands of years old and a day meant, you know, 10,000 years or something, um, would the creation of man on the sixth day be the beginning of creation? Maybe, uh, especially if you're talking about day one, day two, day three. And so day six is relatively early. Um, or is day six, uh, you know, day six of a 24 hour period that's for you to decide. I just want you to take, you know, Jesus's words and ponder them. So that was thing number one that I wanted to say in conclusion. Thing number two, this is not important at all, but it came up today in a, in a staff meeting of all things. Um, somebody at work today asked the question to me, um, did Adam and Eve have belly buttons? Um, And I think we've actually asked this question on like a, you know, ask me anything type episode. And my very, very short answer is yes. They looked like humans uh, would have looked despite the fact that they were not born the way that other humans were born. So anyway, I don't know if you have anything you want to say in conclusion here.
1: I think I'm good. I do. Now this is sparking some uh, creation. Like we should have like a creation fest. Let's do it. Uh, oh yeah. Well,
0: well each each <laughs> episode will be a weird. day. So it'll be, you know, one episode will be 10,000 years long, the next one 20,000 right. years long and so on. That's right? perfect.
1: Yeah. That's what people want. Give the people what they want. Exactly.
0: Yeah, let us know. Do you want 10,000 years of doxology just, just straight through? You can't listen to anything else. Anyway, well, Oof. we just want to say thank you. Uh, we appreciate that you are here. Um, thank you for listening to this episode or any episode of the Doxology Podcast. If you'd like to connect with us, you can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Doxology Podcast. You're welcome to send us an email at doxologypodcast, at gmail.com. And let me tell you, I love when people email. You know, they, it's usually more like heartfelt and, uh, it's a space where you can write a lengthier comment Uh, and plus it cuts through some of the noise of like here's this ad and here's this blah 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 whatever so email us please Uh, send us your feedback questions episode ideas we'd love to hear from you until next time hope you're doing well peace see you